You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to talk about tailgating. I'm going to get a little bit of that as the temperature goes up. I want to talk about what tailgating improvements I would love to see at Boston College. We're going to also look at two future recruits that Boston College is going to need to focus on that are local for the class of 2023. We'll get into that and we'll get into the news. Uh, For many of you that have been asking, um, I'm still live. This is recorded on Tuesday night. Um, Baby watch for uh, for the Black family is still on hold. Uh, My wife was due last week. We're still in the, the waiting phase here. And so you get a live episode from me. So no complaints here, but it should be coming soon. So, uh, you might see some radio silence from me for, for a little bit. But uh, let's jump in and talk about Boston College sports for the last couple of days. The biggest news since we last recorded was that Charlotte North is returning to Boston College. She won the Tawartan Award for the uh, college MVP. She led Boston College to a national title, but on, on her way to breaking every award imaginable. And uh, the big question was, was she going to return? Now, she gets to and Boston College will reap the benefits. Now, looking ahead, you have to wonder, with her returning, she's easily the best player. Andy Backstrom had a great uh, chart that showed how dominant she was. Can she give Boston College the opportunity to win back-to-back championships? It's certainly a possibility. I loved her video. If you don't follow Charlotte North, find her on Twitter and Instagram. She had a great video that I think BC put together for her for coming back. Um, and you know, you, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big rap fan, and it was a nice 2000s rap song from P. Diddy uh, that they used for it, and uh, it, it came across really great. So North coming back, you know, she is right now the biggest Boston College athlete on campus, bigger than Zay Flowers, bigger than uh, Phil Dracovic at this point right now, right? Uh, she's the most dominant at her sport, obviously in the grand scheme of things, obviously football's a little bigger, but like, at, you know, when you look at women's sports right now, Charlotte North is the big name, right? And so this is a big news for, for BC Athletics to get her back for another year because a lot of people are watching her and, you know, with, with the national championship behind her belt and that Tawartan award, they're going to be even more faces and little girls and, and, and lacrosse fans everywhere that are going to be wanting to watch her play because she's special. I mean, as I said before, I'm not a lacrosse fan, um, but you could I, I, you could see greatness when you see it, and you could see that with Charlotte North. So that was a big news for her return. I don't think I brought this up earlier, but New Balance has their new uh, deal with Boston College, and they, they uh, started that off on June 1st with apparel that is now available at the BC Bookstore. My first reaction is kind of like, eh, it's nice, but there's nothing special about it. They use the italic um, logo, which I was hoping they would go with the block old school, but this is early and it seems like it was just kind of pumped out quickly to get the New Balance uh, logo on there. And I mean, that piece looks nice. The New Balance logo on with the BC looks good. Um, but, you know, with in terms of just like anything different, it's kind of just the same stuff that you would have gotten under Under Armour. So, I mean, right now, nothing nothing that caught my eyes, but I, I can't wait to see what the basketball uniforms are going to look like. And they're going to they're gonna get a little time to kind of build some stuff. So we'll probably get that before the end of the summer. So we'll, we'll wait for that. But you can buy now the, the New Balance stuff off the BC Eagles bookstore. So check that out if you're interested. 
We have a ton of updates on BC football recruiting up on bcbulletin.com. So if you are a, a follower, and if you're a premium member, you're going to be getting a ton of info. I've been talking to kids left and right. I know Ismail Zamore, who's a local recruit that's committed to Boston College. I can tell you because it's not his quote that was not behind a paywall. Uh, but he said to me, I recommend that all recruits from Massachusetts stay home and be a part of it when he was talking about BC. Um you know, if you want like in-depth recruiting news, I got it. So check it out on bcbulletin.com and sign up for premium. It's a dollar for the first month. Um, I've got updates on Ismail Samore and um, Noble Thomas and Victor Rosa, who's a wide receiver from Con- uh, Connecticut. Keep an eye on him. Uh, the, you know, do Spurlock. I've got all these. I've got, you know, they're visiting Boston College. They reach out to me right after they visit, so I get all the details on a lot of these kids. And what I'm hearing from the kids is is obviously positive because what you're what you're expecting from Halfley is him to connect with kids, and it's definitely what's been happening. And we're gonna hear more of that as the summer goes along. And for all of you that listen that want recruiting nuggets that I didn't put behind the wall, one name to watch for that I you know might not end up at Boston College after this weekend was a Corey Lyde. Now I'd, I'd mentioned uh, that he's re- visiting Boston College on June 18th. He he visited Wisconsin this past weekend, and I saw that he told the Rivals reporters, and this is not behind their paywall, but he told them that it was uh, a 10 out of 10, that he loved everything about it, his family really connected. Um, I've heard that he wants to stay in the Northeast, but it seems like Wisconsin did a nice job with him. So um, maybe he's someone that is going to be tough for Boston College to catch up on. So we'll have to see. He'll come in a couple of weeks. And the thing with recruiting visits is that it seems like they just change whenever they go to the next one. It's like, oh, that one's great. Oh, this one's great. This one's great. So who, who knows where his mind will be? But I thought that was interesting as well. So that was our re- recruiting talk. I mentioned earlier that there's going to be a talk about two, two 2023 recruits. I'm going to ho- actually hold off on that. We're going to talk about Anthony Brown versus Phil Dracovic because it came up on Twitter. And I want to bring up my thoughts on that and kind of flush out where my beliefs are on the battle between these two in terms of talent. But before we get to that, let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing work on your car? Why spend 30, 40, or 50% more at that store when you can head over to rockauto.com and save? Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. All you need to do is go over to rockauto.com to shop for auto parts and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. All you need to do is put your make and model into their search bar. They'll pop up everything. Boom. Best part is it's cheap for family, uh, for the do-it-yourselfers or the professionals. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How'd you hear about us, Box? They know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Now let's chat about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track it all at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Head on over with your laptop or mobile device and check out all the news all on their website. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Use promo code Locked On and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yeah, that's 50% right there. That's an easy win. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. We're going to talk a little bit about football here. And this was a conversation that came up on Twitter. I saw an Oregon, I think it was the rival site, mocking Boston College for getting their court, uh, their graphic designer, Anthony Garo. We talked about that on Monday. And, and their quarterback. 
And I, I took offense to that because um, I feel that Boston College didn't really lose their quarterback. And I, I, you know, I'm always been an Anthony Brown fan, but I thought what they got in return in Phil Dracovic was better. And I got some pushback on Twitter from a, a couple of people. Most people did, agreed with me, but here's kind of my thoughts on that. Now, I thought Anthony Brown leaving was a big deal because I don't think that Dennis Grossell was going to be the answer. And I still kind of don't think he is, but uh, I can be sold that he could probably hold, hold the team together for the season. But, you know, when you go out there, you lose a guy like Brown who had a hit injury history. I don't think of him as the most accurate passer. I think he had a percentage around 50%. Um, you know, he, he was in a system that was not made for passing and, you know, they practice you know, in a system that didn't really uh, lend itself for much progression. Let's just leave it at that. You lose him and you bring in Phil Dracovic, who came from Notre Dame as this uh, blue chip, you know, can't miss prospect who hadn't had a chance to start in two years, but had all the potential in the world. Now, what you saw in the field at first were some similarities, right? Dracovic, um, from what I've seen, had some issues with his footwork. He wasn't the most accurate passer to start. He still did what he needed to do. Um, and he used his physicality to get out of situations that were tough. However, as the season progressed, you saw a quarterback that I thought easily surpassed anything that Anthony Brown could do. Now, Anthony Brown right now is at Oregon. Now, Brown has had two knee surgeries, but you know, he's going to an offense that is tailor-made for his his talent now. They lost their starting quarterback from last year who moved on to Texas Tech, but Brown is going to get most likely going to get the chance to be that guy in 2021 to be the starter to be QB1 for Oregon. And we'll get to see kind of like is he as good as uh as Jakovic cuz he's going to go into an offense. And, you know, Oregon is an offense that always can put up points. Can can Brown do that consistently? Can he stay healthy? And can he avoid some of those costly throws? Because what Brown did, I thought, was, you know, he could make a big throw here or there. You saw that a lot. Um, but then sometimes he would just miss. He had, and he would, you know, his accuracy, I thought, was really questionable. Now, you can blame that on Adazio. But I think this year in Oregon, what you're going to see is what he truly can do. What would he be able to do in an offense that is made for passing? We've already seen what Djokovic can do. And when you, at the end of the day, when you're comparing the two, you know, I think Brown could have a successful year at Oregon. Obviously, Oregon is going to be stacked with blue chip prospects around him. He's going to have talent at wide receiver and running back with him. So he's going to have every opportunity to be successful. However, at the end of the day, if you're going to say like two quarterbacks and you're going to compare them, let's look at where they're going to where their projections go. So right now, if you were to take two drafts, if you take a draft scout, right, and say, who would you take first in the draft? A hundred out of a hundred, I'm telling you, would take Phil Dracovic. Dracovic is already a first or second round draft pick when he enters the draft, I would think. I think probably right now he's second round. He continues to improve. He will be a first rounder. Again, this is not a knock at Anthony Brown, but if you were to look at him, I don't think he would be drafted. And if he is drafted, he'd be a late round draft pick. And I don't see, I can, I can see when I watch Dracovic play, if he can kind of cut out the running out of the box and getting killed 
a lot of the time, I think he could have an NFL career. He's got that build where he can, he has an arm, he's got a cannon for an arm, he can move the ball, and he, he's big so he can shake off defenders. I think that's big. But um, Brown, I don't see it. Like, I just don't see it yet. So the question that came up, like, who, you know, is Phil Dracovic head and shoulders above Anthony Brown? He absolutely is. I mean, it's not even close, right? You know, in the end, you can take you take any metric, right? Projections, NFL, it's Dracovic. If you look at stats, you know, Anthony Brown's biggest year, he threw for 215 yards per game. Phil Dracovic threw for 255 last year against an all-ACC opponent uh roster other than Texas State and in one game he has an arm falling off I think he had a dislocated shoulder on his throwing arm so you know Dracovic has every piece and I think that's important to remember like Brown was good and yes you can bash on Adazio for not doing it but I think in the end of the day uh, Phil Dracovic is, is a much better quarterback and I wouldn't trade him for Anthony Brown right now would you? That's my thoughts on that story so Let's go on, and we're going to talk in our final segment about tailgating. But before we do, let's chat about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's 100% covered in chocolate, and if you listen to this podcast, you know it's my favorite. Uh, Coconut almond is one that I love, and I have tried out this grasshopper cookie uh, Built Bar that you just have to try. Now, I put mine in in the refrigerator, cool it off a little bit. It's an amazing treat in the middle of the day, especially when it's hot. Like right now, we're in the middle of a heat wave in Massachusetts. It's been 90, but to have a nice, cool uh, Built Bar as a snack, can't beat it. Now, if you head on over to BuiltBar.com right now, you can save 15% off your first order when you use promo code LOCKED15. Again, go over to Built Bar and use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I'm the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you, and I know we have moved on to to our summer schedule of Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and that kind of probably puts a little kink in your listening style, but I appreciate it, and just hopefully you can make this part of your daily routine of listening to some good BC talk. Now, um, you know, right now I am in my journalist mode. I I cover Boston College. I have to stay as neutral as I can. I can't, you know, write a story and go, go Eagles at the end. I used to do that at BC Interruption. I don't do that anymore uh, because it's 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 professionalism, right? And so I have to say, I do miss the days of heading over to Boston College and tailgating, right? And I, I have to say, I probably will try to tailgate at one game this year. I'll find someone, you know, one of my co-writers to cover a game so I can go and have some have some fun. But I used to tailgate, right? I used to have two different tailgates uh, di- during this during my time there. I used to be in the Beacon Street parking garage, uh, which was fine. Um, we had a, 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 a handicap plate, so we had someone in our tailgate that needed it. Um, but man, when you played those November games, those that could be freezing cold. I remember there was a game, and I forget who they were playing, but it was right after Thanksgiving. It must have been like 15 degrees, and it felt like you were in a tundra in there because the wind was whipping through the the parking garage. So we had that. Then eventually we moved on, and we got a spot in front of the Com Ave garage, and that was way better. So because then you could you could grill, 
You could uh, pr- put out like chairs. It was nice when it was really warm. You could really enjoy the weather. You could do all sorts of things. It was outside. That was much better. But this isn't about me tailgating. I'm just thinking about thinking back to my experience. What could Boston College do to improve tailgating on campus? Now, if you know Boston College, you know there's issues with any movement in terms of tailgating times, right? Martin Jarman, I believe, was the last one to get an extra hour. Ad- I think he got an extra hour added, uh, which was a monumental shift that you could get Newton and the city of Boston to agree with that was um, was a Herculean effort on the AD's part, but he did that. Now that's big, right? You want those like to be able to tailgate for four hours. I mean, you look at other schools, like you look at any Southern school and they're tailgating for days, right? They park their their RVs and they're, they're there from like Friday to Sunday. Boston College will never get that, but you can still do some things and it doesn't have to be tailgating in general. You know, I don't know how Boston College can continue to add to that fan experience, but you know, like I like what they did in the Plex and the Plex is gone now. So I don't know where they're going to put this. Um, but that fan experience where you could go in and get a burger and a beer and they used to have like Baldwin and when Wells, the Eagle was there, you could go in there. Like it would be nice to like get that outside and have like a bar and a grill. And like for people that can't afford the three to $4,000 it costs to, to tailgate. Now, if you don't know that, if you're listening to this and have never had the experience, BC tailgating is incredibly cost, uh, restrictive for some people i i can't afford it now like if i wasn't writing about it there's no way i'm paying four thousand dollars for six games of tailgating and you can chop it up about much amongst your friends as much as you want unless you really have a lot of money right at this point after you're a new um graduate it costs a lot to do that so finding options on campus i think is so huge and hopefully with the Plex gone, maybe they can find a grassy, a green area. I know they have one now in front of alumni. Maybe having that outdoors with a tent that you could have like food and grill and be with friends, that would be a lot of fun. And it gets it gets the fans on campus because if they can't afford to tailgate on campus, what they do, you end up at Cityside. You end up at some of those other bars around campus and that restricts, you know, it, it kind of takes away the experience. So you'd love to see something like that. And I'm not sure what Boston College is doing in the fall. You know, with COVID, you know, they're probably still figuring out how they're going to do this safely. And I'm sure they're going to, you know, go with whatever they can. But you want to see what they can figure out. And something outside, I think, would be really fun. And this is my my chance to soapbox this because it drove me insane when I was a student there and when I was a recent grad. Um I know that they have to pay for Boston cops to be there and for security guards, but it would just be lovely if the, the, the security people there didn't act like you were intruding on their livelihood because I had so many different experiences where they just screamed at family members of mine, my dad, who was just trying to get on campus like a minute early. And I was, they were told to like, you know, get screaming at us. Like, any way that they can encourage more of a positive experience for this would be lovely. And I know that's tough because they have to pay for these, for these details. And these people don't want to, some of them don't want to be there or they're just doing it and they don't really care about being, you know, smiling face uh, on campus. So those are two things. Um, You know, I don't know what else, what else would you like to see at Boston college tailgates? You know, obviously you want more time. 
And I'm sure that'll be something that they're going to continue to bring up, right? You want to see them figure out how they can add some more time in, you know, either on the front end or the back end and and make it more cost. uh, And I would love to see like, I don't know how they're going to figure this out, but like, you know, daily uh, game passes for that. You know, they they do it, but it's still like so absurdly expensive. Like I'm not spending $300 for a tailgating pass, Um, but you know, what do you think? Where, where are you with tailgating? Are you a big tailgating fan at Boston College? Do you have you given up on it? Where where, where are you at? So, let's leave it at that. Go head on over to Locked On BC on Twitter. You can leave your thoughts there. I am the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. I'm still melting. On Monday's show, I talked about being hot. I was listening to what I said. I feel like I'm hot again. We had thunderstorms today, and it still feels like the absolute humidity is is like a swamp. Um, I am living in air conditioning, but where I record doesn't have any. So this is miserable. <laughs> um, but I hope you enjoy our work. Again, if you want like really good uh, BC uh, articles and, and some of the things that we write about, check out bcbulletin.com. My brain is not working right now. I've had a long day. Uh, Mitch Wolf is going to have tomorrow morning an article about who he believes will be the starting linebackers. Um, and it's different than what I thought. And he's going to be continuing to do some interesting articles throughout the summer. So check out his work. Um, I will continue to cover the recruiting ed. There's always news. Check that out. And it, and I've been doing my standard stellar and subpar player series. Check that out. Like if you are a Boston College fan and you want to learn about the players, I dive in on everyone. Like what from Phil Dracovic to, you know, the third string offensive tackle. I'll give you what I know about them talk a little bit about them and give you three um, scenarios of what I think could happen for their seasons. For Jakovic, you know, obviously there's bigger things that could happen and the, the subpars could be worse. Uh, but even for some of the uh, other plays, it's a good way for you to learn. And on top of that, when you read about it on the site, I have them all linked. So like if you are reading about Jakovic, you know, you can see my my post on Zay Flowers and read his and kind of helps you get around the website and find some of these stories that you would hopefully would find interesting um, as well. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. If, if you're listening to this, check us out on Facebook as well. That really does help us out. Uh, this is AJ Black. I hope you all have a terrific Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be back on Friday with more show and um, hopefully I will talk to you then. Take care, everyone.